By way of introduction, we have something called the Erev Tavshilin, we have something called the Erev Chatseris. Erev Tavshilin is, of course, when Yom Tov falls out on Erev Shabbos, in order to be able to be, to be able to prepare to cook on Friday, on Yom Tov, for Shabbos, we need to make an Erev Tavshilin, this is done by taking some challah, some bread, as well as a cook dish, and we make this Erev, technically, this Erev could be eaten right after we finished our preparations, but as we'll see in the Sikha, there's an Indian and leaving it also for Shabbos itself, using it on Shabbos. There's also something called an Erev Chatzairois. This is when you have a few people that are all within a private domain, but separate apartments, for example, or houses and things like that. They will have a shared courtyard, etc. And they want to be able to carry. They make an Erev Chatzairois, again being done with food. This Erev Chatzairois needs to exist at least till Shabbos comes in. And again, we'll see what we could do with it on Shabbos itself. The Rebbe starts over the Sikha by saying that by Erev Tavshilin, the din is that as soon as we finish making all of our preparations for Shabbos, so we can now technically go ahead and eat the Erev on the day of Yom Tov. That is Friday, Erev Shabbos. However, in the Ma'aril it says, he had instituted a custom to use the bread of the Erev Tavshilin for Lechem Mishnah. Using it on Friday night, using it again Shabbos morning, and finally on Shalashudas, actually breaking the bread and using it, eating it. So to the Marshal brings the same idea that since the Erev needs to be Kayam, needs to exist, it's not fitting to eat it until Leil Shabbos, until Friday night. Nevertheless, the minute of the Maharam was, the Marshal brings, to use the Kikar as part of the Lechem Mishnah, to use the Sloaf of part of the Lechem Mishnah, again, the same idea, Leil Shabbos, which is Friday night, again the next morning, and finally at the third meal to break it and to use it. Because a mitzvah was done with it once, it is fitting to do more mitzvahs with it. The Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch brings this minig as well. And this is what the Alter Rebbe says. The bread and the cooked dish need to be in existence until after you finish preparing everything for Shabbos. Nevertheless, mitzvah and amuvcha, the best way of performing the mitzvah, is to wait with eating the bread of the Eid of Tavshilin until one of the meals of Shabbos in order to break and eat the bread. Because anything you did one mitzvah with it, it is fitting to do another mitzvah with it. Says the Alter Rebbe, some have the custom not to break the bread all the way until the third meal of Shabbos in order to do many mitzvahs with it. And he brings the same idea that they use it as part of Lechem Mishnah for Friday night in the first meal, part of the Lechem Mishnah in the second meal of Shabbos, and finally breaking it in the third meal of Shabbos. Now the source of this concept, that since we did a mitzvah with it once, Eid of Tavshilin, so we should do another mitzvah with it, Lechem Mishnah, so the Shabbos, is actually in the Gemara in regards to Eid of Chatzeris. Where it says that of Amir of Asi, when it happened that the Eir of Chatzeris was in their house, in other words, the Eir of Chatzeris could be left in any of the apartments or houses that are joining this Eir, it would be placed in different houses at times. So if it was of Amir of Asi's house, so then this Eir that would have been made before Shabbos, so now on Shabbos they would use it to make Amoitzi Lechem in the Aretz, they said, because one mitzvah was done with it, let's do another mitzvah with it. So now, what happens as far as our minig in regards to Eid of Chatzairis? So again, the Maharil brings that on Leil Shabbos, on Friday night, and Shachris, he uses it for Lechem Mishnah, as part of Lechem Mishnah. Technically, on Friday night, you could eat it already. But it was specifically precious to him. He wants to do another mitzvah with it. And finally, in Su'udah he would break that bread that he used for, that he made Eid of Chatzairis. Similar way in the Marshal brings the same idea that the minig is again by Erev Chatzairah is that we eat this bread only by Sudash Lishis after you've used it for Lechem Mishnah by the first two meals exactly the same as by Erev Tavshilin.
Now let's look at the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe brings, by regards to Erev Chatzairis, he only brings the halacha from the Ramoi, he's quoting, that we have all of B'Shabbos Shachros to use to break the bread Shabbos morning, since a mitzvah, one mitzvah was done with it, the mitzvah of Erev Chatzairis that is. So it's good to do another mitzvah with it, but he does not bring the mitzvah of breaking it only at Su'udashlishis in order to do even more mitzvahs with it. So we need to understand. Since the Maharil and the Maharshal mentioned this minig, both by Erev Tavshilin and Erev Chatzeres, to use it by the third meal, why is it that the Alter Rebbe brings the minig only by Erev Tavshilin and not by Erev Chatzeres, especially as we quoted before, that the whole idea where we get this from, that since you did a mitzvah with it, let's do another mitzvah with it, actually in the Gemara originates by Erev Chatzeres. In order to understand this, says the Rebbe, we first need to deal with a difficulty with the actual minig itself of breaking the Eid of Tavshilin by the third meal of Shabbos in order to do many mitzvahs with it. And the question is, the first two Sudha Shabbos actually have a greater chashivis as far as the meal and food is concerned than the third meal. That is, because according to some opinions, you don't even need Lechem Mishnah by the third meal at all. Furthermore, there are opinions that say you don't even even have bread, you don't even need to have bread by by the third meal. You could even just have one of the five grains, which is in other words, mezainus. Furthermore, there are some opinions that say you can be yoytza with fruit. So the question then is, why should we delay in breaking the bread of the Erev? All the way to Saudishlicious, when eating bread specifically is not even so chashev, perhaps it is even completely optional, seemingly it would be more appropriate, if we want to use it for a mitzvah, it would be more appropriate to break the bread in the morning meal, which then... You're, what you're doing with the, with the Erev is not only twice the mitzvah of Lechem Mishnah, but also when you eat the Erev itself now is part of the mitzvah and obligation of Suda Shabbos. A Suda that everyone agrees you need to eat bread again as opposed to if you would be eating it by Suda Shlishis, then the eating itself is not even necessarily a mitzvah. Says the Rebbe, we cannot say that it's because you're going to have with doing a third mitzvah with this loaf of bread, the bracha of hamoitzi, by the Sudish Lishis, because if there's no chiyu by Sudish Lishis, according to some opinions, to have bread, then the bracha of hamoitzi is only what's called the birchas hanenen. It's not part of the mitzvah. It's only birchas hanenen. And that birchas hanenen, that hamoitzi you would have had if you broke it by, by shachris, by the suuda of the morning, saying hamoitzi and breaking it and eating it. In addition to, of course, the mitzvah of Lechem Mishnah. So again, we need to understand what's the significance of leaving it specifically for Sudesh Lishis. To explain this, the Rebbe now goes into the whole idea of Erev Tavshilin and what's the reason for it. So the Rebbe says, in the Gemara we have two reasons for the Takana, for this institution of Erev Tavshilin. Rava says the point of Erev Tavshilin is in order to make sure that we're going to choose a nice good portion for Shabbos and a good portion for Yom Tov as far as food is concerned. What does this mean? Rashi explains that because... Um, you're making the Eruv, so that's going to make sure that you're remembering Shabbos and you're not going to finish all the food on Yom Tif. In other words, according to this, the Takon of Eruv Tafshilin is to increase, to add in the covet of Shabbos. It's all about Shabbos, to so make sure you have food for Shabbos. Then comes Rav Ashi and says that the point of the Eruv Tafshilin is we actually want to make sure that you're not going to end up cooking or baking on Yom Tif for the middle of the week. So when you make the Erev Tavshilin, what it's going to remind you and tell you is, if I can't even bake from Yom Tov to Shabbos, then how much more so I can't bake from Yom Tov for the middle of the week? In other words, according to this, it's more about adding in the covenant of Yom Tov. 
What's the practical difference between these two reasons? So the Rosh says, if the reason is according to Rav, so we should have a good portion for Shabbos, then when does this of need to be made? It has to be made as close as possible to the time we're going to use it on Erev Yom Tev. This is the day when we're preparing the food for Yom Tev. And when we make this Eid, if it's going to remind us, oh, let's make more some food for Shabbos. Let's remember, we have to make food for Shabbos. If we're going to make this food way in advance on a previous day, that's not going to help me to make sure that I'm preparing and making having the needs and the food for Shabbos when I need to prepare it. On that day of Erev Yom Tev. However, according to the opinion of Ravashi, if the reason is that it's about knowing that we don't bake on Yom Tov for the middle of the week, and that's why I'm going to make an Erev to allow me even to bake for Shabbos. So then it's enough, as long as this Erev is around on Erev Yom Tov, then that's enough. I have this simon, it reminds me. But actually making the Erev itself technically can be made way in advance before Erev Yom Tov. Now, the Alter Rebbe brings both reasons in Shulchan Aruch. In other words, the both reasons of the Gemara, but the Alter Rebbe actually says it in an opposite order, as we'll see later in the Sicha also, how the Rebbe explains that. But the Alter Rebbe says, first of all, it's in order to add the covered Yom Tif, as we explain, because that's going to remind you that you're not allowed to cook on Yom Tif for the middle of the week. And number two, it's to add for the covered of Shabbos, as we explain, because to make sure you have food for Shabbos, etc., the Alter Rebbe also brings this nafkamina that we just said, this difference lahalacha. In other words, when you have to make the Erev. Practically, what do we do? Says the Alter Rebbe, in Maisa. Practically, the Erev needs to be made on Erev Yom Tif Mamish. And you only make it for this Yom Tif. And that goes according to this second reason in the Alter Rebbe's order, the second reason, because we're taking also this opinion into consideration that it's being done for the honor of Shabbos. But Bidi Evid says the Altareb, if you made the Erev many days before Yom Tif, and on Erev Yom Tif you actually forgot about it, you didn't make an Erev, then you could rely on that Erev you made in advance. In other words, Lechatchila, the Minig is to take into consideration. Also, this reason that we're choosing to, to make, make sure we have a good portion for Shabbos as well. Says the Rebbe, the difference between these two reasons in the Gemara, is not only whether the main takana is for the sake of Yom Tif, or is it mainly for the sake of Shabbos, but the Rebbe says furthermore, if we actually look at the content of how the takana works, and the mechanism of what the takana is all about, according to Rav Ashi, which again Rav Ashi is the one that says, it's about making sure we're not going to end up baking on Yom Tif for the middle of the week, then the whole point of this institution, of this takana, is all a negative. And in two details, two aspects, Number one, it's to make sure, in other words, that there's no Easter comes about, that we shouldn't be nichshal chas v'shal, we shouldn't stumble in cooking from Yom Tif for the, for, for the middle of the week. That's number one. And number two, what is this Takana actually dealing with now? So it's telling us if that's the case, we can't even cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos. So it's again, it's all about a negative. It's about making sure we don't do an Aveir of cooking from Yom Tov in the middle of the week. And what is the Takana? That you're not allowed to cook from Yom Tov for Shabbos unless we make this Erev, we start already making some dish on Erev Yom Tov. However, according to Rava, the Rebbe says, it's all positive. The whole Takana is more of a positive. And again, in both details. Number one, as a result of this Takana of Erev Tavshilin, we're making sure that the hachana for Shabbos should be proper. In other words, we're going to be choosing nice, good food for Shabbos, making sure we have food for Shabbos. 
And therefore, what's the point? Number two, what's the point of the Erev? What's the point of the Takana? The point of the Takana is not like we said before, it's about the not cooking on Yom Tov Shabbos. It's more the other way around. The point of the Takana is making the Erev. That is the point. To remind us the obligation to prepare for Shabbos. In other words, the whole idea of not cooking on Yom Tov Shabbos, unless we make the Erev, is about strengthening the Takana of preparing for Shabbos properly. Again, in the first way, the way we looked at it, it's all about an Isur. It's all about not, it, the, the point is the not cooking. Not cooking for the middle of the week, it's not cooking for Shabbos, unless we do something about it. The way we look at it now is the other way around. It's all about ensuring that we're going to be preparing for Shabbos. And that's why we, we shouldn't cook for Yom, on Yom Tov Shabbos unless we made Erev. Again, this is all about a reminder to make sure that in advance we're going to have plenty of food for Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, based on this, we're going to understand another concept. In the Gemara, the Gemara brings two asmachtos, two psukim, that we could sort of also use as a sort of support for the idea of Erev Tavshulin. So Erev Tavshulin is, is clearly a takonim and but the Gemara finds a certain support in psukim. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, the Pasuk says, Remember the day of Shabbos to make it holy. What does this mean, says Shmuel? Zachreyu, remember it. Make sure you remember it from someone that is coming to try to make you forget about it. In other words, there is a threat. There's someone that might make you forget about it, as we'll soon see it means, that when Yom Tov is around, it might make you forget about Shabbos. So the point of Zachar Hashem Shabbos is telling you, remember Shabbos. Then the Gemara says, there's a Tana that brings it from the following Pasuk. This is a Pasuk that says, Actually, in this parsha, in parsha b'shalach, regarding the man, the pasuk says, "Eis asher toifu eifu, ve'eis asher tevashlu b'shelu." You should that which you should bake, you should bake; that which you should cook, you will cook. What does this mean? Amar Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar learns from here that if you want to cook on yomtif or bake on yomtif, "Eis asher toifu eifu" means that you should bake on something that you've baked already. In other words, if you want to bake now for Shabbos, you have, have to, you should have baked already something before. That's the Eid of Tavshilin. And this is what the Chachamim supported, the idea of Eid of Tavshilin, Minat Torah. Now, going back to the first opinion, Zachreyu, Me'acher Shabbat Ashkichai. Rashi explains, that when Yom Tov falls out on Erev Shabbos, so it's very likely, it's very possible, that Shabbos should be forgotten because of Yom Tov. Person is having so much su'udas hayoyim, so much su'udah of Yom Tov, he's not going to leave over anything for Shabbos, according to the proper honor of Shabbos. So the Pasuk is warning you to remember Shabbos, Zohar Hashem Shabbos. So when you make this Eid of Tavshilin, that itself is making sure that you remember it. From Rashi we understand that this asmachta of this Pasuk, Zohar Hashem Shabbos Lakatshoi, remember it from the one who's going to try to make you forget it, is going to go only according to the reason of Rava. Which again, Rava is the one that said that it's about preparing food for Shabbos. And the Rebbe says, what's not understood is the Gemara brings both reasons. Both, uh, in other words, this argument between Rava and Ravashi, immediately following this posik, this asmacht of Zohar Hashem Shabbos Lakatshay. The other posik that we brought from the Mon, the Gemara is going to bring only later, after already discussing both opinions of Rava and Ravashi. So why is Rashi saying it? In other words, such an obvious thing it seems to Rashi 
that the asmachta of this posseg, Zohar Hashem HaShabbos Lekatshe, is only according to Rav. As the Rebbe points out in the footnotes, that there's other Mepharshim that say that this posseg could work according to both opinions. But the Rebbe says, now we can understand. The second asmachta, the one of Ein Oif and El Ala Ofu, you only bake it, you have said you baked before, is more expressing that the Takana has to do with a negative. In other words, that you're not allowed to cook on Yom Tif, Ein you're not allowed to cook unless you have cooked something already before Shabbos. So in other words, on, before Yom Tif, that is. Right, the Eid of Tafshulim, which would be on the Thursday before the Friday. Whereas the Limud, when we learn out from Zohar Hashem Shabbos Lekadshe, as we explained, it's more about a positive. A positive, it's all about remembering Shabbos. That's the point of the Erev. And this is why Rashi says that this asmachta of Zohar Hashem Shabbos Lekadshe fits with the Rava's reason that the whole point of Erev Tafshulim is all about a positive. It's all about remembering Shabbos, meaning you're going to choose a nice good portion, making sure you have good food for Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, based on everything we explained, that according to Rava, the whole point of the Eid of Tavshilin is all a positive. It's all about remembering Shabbos. Make sure that Shabbos is remembered. And it's specifically in a case when there's a threat that some, something else or someone else might make you forget it. Says the Rebbe, if that's the case, we could say that it makes sense, according to this reason, there's room for keeping the Eid of Tavshilin also for Shabbos itself. In other words, not eating it up right after you finish your preparations. That is, even though it's true that once you finish preparing for Shabbos, and you took care of this concern, that Shabbos might be forgotten, and you won't leave food for Shabbos according to the honor of Shabbos, and you're making sure that you're not going to finish everything on Yom Tif, and therefore I said technically you could eat the Erev, but nevertheless, if the Erev is all about a positive thing, helping you remember Shabbos, Zachreyu, Zachar Hashem Shabbos, it makes sense that this memory coming from the Erev should also continue in Shabbos itself. As a simple understanding of the word Zohar Hashem Shabbos Lekatshe, that you remember Shabbos on Shabbos itself, so that it makes a lot of sense to say, let's keep the Erev on Shabbos too. Or to put it in slightly a different way, the Rebbe says, since we're dealing specifically on a Shabbos that's likely to be forgotten because it's following Yom Tif, so perhaps the Zohar Hashem Shabbos Lekatshe, to have something to remind you about the Shabbos, and this Shabbos should be even more emphasized than a regular Shabbos. And therefore that's going to be also through this Eid of Tavshilin, having this Eid of Tavshilin on Shabbos itself. Says the Rebbe, we can now say that this is the reason why it says in the Maril regarding Eid of Tavshilin, that it's good to leave over from the Eid of Tavshilin from Yom Tav to Shabbos, to keep the Eid of Shabbos, which if we have the simple reading of this expression, it sounds like that it's not only because of the reason that since a mitzvah was done with it, well, let's do another mitzvah with it. It says it's good to leave over from Yom Tov to Shabbos. So this is as, as explained, and we're going to explain more in a minute, it's so bad because we want to keep the area for Shabbos as well because of the Zohar. It's even more understood, we could see this, in what says in the Minhagim of the Marat Tirna, it says, Keep the Erev until Shabbos comes. Because if we go according to Rava, that it's, again, it's all because of covered Shabbos and the positive idea of Zohar, then keeping the Erev on Shabbos, this is an additional aspect in the Zohreyu of the Erev Tavshilin, the Erev Tavshilin, keeping or reminding us more about Shabbos. It says the Rebbe, now we can also look carefully at the words, the precise words of the Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch. 
And the Rebbe says like this. We'll look at the difference now by the Eid of Chatzeris and the Eid of Tavshilim. By Eid of Chatzeris it says, the Eid of Tzarech Li kind only needs to exist during the time of Bein Hashmoshes. That is during the time when Shabbos is coming in. Just after Shkia, etc. Then the Alter Rebbe says, V'yesh l'vtsoyol of B'Shabbos Shachris and V'yesh, how would we translate V'yesh? It's a good idea, it's, it's a good thing to... to this is the way it should be done to break on a, break a Shabbos morning. Since one mitzvah was done with it, then it's good to do another mitzvah with it. From the flow of the Alter Rebbe's Loshan, it's understood that the hider of breaking a Shabbos morning has nothing to do with the gedder of Eruv Chatzeris. The Eruv Chatzeris needs to stay until Shabbos. But there's a side point over here that with this we're going to do another mitzvah. Since you did already one mitzvah with it, let's do another mitzvah. But now let's look at the wording of the Alter Rebbe in Eid of Tavshilin. There the Alter Rebbe is Medayik. He says, Lechatchile, the bread and the, and the Tavshil, the food, the cooked food, need to remain until you finish the preparations for Shabbos and then you can eat it. Me'ikar Adin. In other words, in the base, basic level of the halacha, now you can eat it. Then the Alter Rebbe says, mitzvah But the way to perform the mitzvah the best way, is to wait with eating the bread of the Eid of Tavshilin until one of the sudas of Shabbos in order to uh, break it and use it, etc. Because everything you did, uh, one mitzvah with it, it's a good idea to do another mitzvah. So if we look over here at the precise words of the Alter Rebbe and the, the way the word words are, can, are flowing from each other, it's understood that this idea that you should wait with eating the bread until one of the sudas of Shabbos is not just a side point, in other words, because we did one mitzvah. But it's, as the Rebbe says, mitzvah min it sounds like it's the best way of performing this mitzvah of Erev Tavshilin itself. It's best to keep it for one of the Sudas of Shabbos. Why is that? Based on what we explained in Rava's reason, it's understood. Because when we use the Erev practically for one of the needs in Sudas of Shabbos, we're fulfilling that Zachrei remembering Shabbos in the mitzvah min amufchar. The point of Erev Tavshilin is to remind us of Shabbos, to help us remember Shabbos. You're doing that mitzvah in the best way. And that's why the Alter Rebbe says that we call him okay, mitzvah and amufchar to wait. Because he's paskin in the lechatchila, we should be noyig according to the second reason, which is laharbi's book for Shabbos, as we said already before. And this was in the context when we were speaking about when you need to make the Erev. We saw that the Alter Rebbe is concerned, or we should take into concern at least this opinion that we're also doing it for Shabbos, for the covet of Shabbos, which is the opinion of Rav. Says the Rebbe, now we could also understand why the Alter Rebbe brings this minog of breaking the bread of the Eid of Baisud Shlishis only by Eid of Tavshilin and not by Eid of Chatzairis. Because if, as we explained before, that the Eid of Tavshilin is to add in the covet of Shabbos, and that is by doing it, by using the Eid of Tavshilin for the needs of Shabbos, that's part of the Zachreyu of Shabbos, so what follows then is that the more you use it and the longer you have the Erev and use it for the Suda Shabbos, you have it by the first two meals for Lecha Mishnah and by the third one finally you're breaking it and eating it, then more and more you're having this advantage of Zachreyu, of remembering Shabbos. In other words, every time you're eating the food of Shabbos, which are prepared, you prepare on Yom Tov through the Erev, you're adding more and more of this idea of the Zachreyu, that idea of the Erev is to remind you about Shabbos, by bringing it, making it part of your meal, having the Eid of Tavshilin as part of that meal as well. In other words, 
When you're when you have that eruv by each and every meal, even by the last meal, by the Sudash Lishis, then you're connecting that idea of that the Eruv Tafshilin is supposed to be reminding you about Shabbos with every aspect of Shabbos, all the way till the very last needs of Shabbos, including the last meal. Says that ever, but this is only true by Eruv Tafshilin, because Eruv Tafshilin has the idea that according to one opinion, the whole point of the Eruv Tafshilin is the Zachreyu, is about reminding you of Shabbos. And therefore it makes sense to keep it as long as possible all the way to Sodash Lishis. Whereas Erev Chatzeris, which doesn't have this reason and this gedder at all, that's not what an Erev Chatzeris is about. So then according to the al there's no Savara to leave the Erev, the Erev for Sodash Lishis. And if there's no reason to leave it for Sodash Lishis, then as we said on the contrary, it's better to use it by Shachris, because then you're fulfilling a mitzvah of eating Su'udah Shabbos with this bread, which definitely must have bread, as we said, everyone agrees to that. The Rebbe now moves on to the Hayrah of all of the above mentioned in Avodah Hashem. The Rebbe says the difference between Shabbos and Yom Tov is explained in Zoya. Shabbos is called Kodesh, Yom Tov is called Mikro'e Kodesh. What does that mean? It's called Mikro'e Kodesh. The word Mikro is like from the word Koiri, calling, calling. Yomtif, we are calling, we are sort of, is sort of inviting this level of Kodesh. We're bringing that level of Kodesh into an area, into a time that on itself is a weekday. And now we're inviting, we're bringing down the Kedusha into that weekday. Whereas Shabbos is pure Kedusha by itself. In other words, the time of Yomtif on its own is more connected to Yom to the mundane things. Right? Yomtev could fall out in any day of the week and that day is going to be turned into Yomtev based on what the Sanhedrin told us, Rosh Chodesh, etc. The avoid of Moyadeh Hashem Asher Tikru Oisom, that you, the Yidden, Atem, we read it as Atem, the Yidden are the ones that are making Yomtev, is about, so to speak, inviting or bringing down this level of Kedusha that the eating and the things that we do on Yomtev should be in a way of Kodesh. Chassidus brings regarding this a passage that says, Tzadik Oichel L'Soi Vanafshoi. When a tzaddik eats, he's, he's satisfied with whatever he has. And therefore the Rebbe says, Shabbos, that's mikad shavakaimah. Shabbos, that's just holy by itself. It's not about basting and yidin making it holy. Shabbos on its own is kulay kodesh. So Chassidus tells us about this day, there is no psoilus, there's no waste at all. It's not about the time of birurim, of needing to elevate anything. Whereas yomtif, if a yid is lacking somewhere in his avodah, even as an individual, so let's say everyone based and did everything properly, Bishlamus in, in inviting the Yomtev and making the Yomtev. But if a person doesn't eat correctly on Yomtev, then there's, as the Pasik says, and it's explained in the Zoyar and Chsidis, there's a Pasik that says, Peresh Chagechem. Hashem is, is, is disappointed, he's gonna throw, um, in your faces the, the dung or the waste of your Yomim Toivim, of your Karbonis. And the Zoyar says that, only says it about Yomtev, doesn't say it about Shabbos. In other words, because Yom Tov is a day that there could be something negative associated with it, waste, because the person himself has to be bringing the Kedusha into the mundane things. Whereas Shabbos is a time that, on the, that there is at all no waste at all. And therefore, again, quoting that passage, there's only Tzadik Oichel Lusayv and there's only the Avoida of Kedusha itself. The Rebbe says this is similar to the difference of we know that there is when you need to correct and fix the bad, the Alter Rebbe says, when you take something sharp, something sour, and you spice it up well and fixing it well, that it can be eaten. So that's one sort of way of birurim, or fixing the world. 
And then there's another situation where there's no bad at all. And this is as the Alter Rebbe refers to in Tanya as delicacies, things that are just sweet and, and pleasant as they are. So this is the difference between Yom Tov and Shabbos. Yom Tov is a time when there is Birur, we need to elevate, we're trying to bring Kedusha into a mundane place, and Shabbos is just holy by itself. Says the Rebbe, so this is now going to be the difference between the two reasons for of Tavshilin. Is it about for the sake of Yom Tov or Shabbos? According to the opinion that says it's for the sake of covered Yom Tov, and as we said before, it's more going to be more about dealing with the negative as we said before. Whereas if it's about Shabbos, we said it's all about the positive. How does this work now according to Chassidus? Since the whole avoid of Yom Tov is about elevating, selecting, fixing the mundane, the weekday things. So therefore, the takana, when we say it's about laharbis b'chavad Yom Tov, is a similar sort of idea. What's the takana? It's all about making sure that we're not doing the wrong thing. It's to do with the negative. It's to make sure we're not going to cook on Yom Tov for the middle of the week, etc. Whereas, if it's all about the covenant of Shabbos, we said that the whole point of the takana is more of a positive one. It's, it, since Shabbos is on its own, it's a day that's holy on its own, completely higher than the weekday things, than the mundane, on its own, then there's no, there's, there is nothing to negate. Everything is fine, beautiful, and holy on Shabbos. Unless, of course, of Chas V'Sholem Rachman Litzlan, a person on his own brings in some sort of desecration to Shabbos, Chilul Shabbos, Chilul Osef from the word Choyl. In other words, Shabbos is holy. Chas V'Sholem, a person could bring negativity in it. But Shabbos itself is only Kedusha, and therefore the point of the Takon, if we're speaking about Lakavit Shabbos, then it's all about adding, adding light, achieving something more, uh, achieving in the positive. Says the Rebbe, based on this, we can now explain the reason why the Alt Rebbe brings the two reasons in the opposite order of how they are in the Gemara. We said the Alt Rebbe first brings the reason of Laharbe's Bukhavit Yom Tif, and then he brings the reason Laharbe's Bukhavit Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, because this is the order in Avoidah. The beginning of Avoidah, that's what Alt Rebbe brings it first, we first start with Sur Meirah, dealing with the negative, including, in time, this would be the idea of as we said, what's Yom Tov all about? We're taking a weekday day and we turned it into a Yom Tov. It's all about Laharbe's Bukhavid Yom Tov, so it's more about dealing with the negative. Only then could we start dealing with higher forms of Avoid, and that's what Alter Rebbe brings us as a second reason, Laharbe's Bukhavid Shabbos. Which again, Shabbos is a day that's holy on its own. Today about Asay Toiv. Says the Rebbe, this will now also explain to us regarding what we said before about when you need to make the Eriv, we said that lechatchila you should make it mamish on erev yomtiv, but otherwise, even if you made it in advance, it's fine. So the Rebbe says now we can understand that as well. And the Rebbe says, what's the mandate of every yid? In other words, what's the absolute, the the, ba- the the base level, the absolute thing that's necessary in every time, in every place, in every single area? Sur meira is definitely something that's needed. This is an avoida that's needed by every single person. Where is the avoida of negating the whole concept of ra? That there shouldn't be any evil at all. Not only in regards to machshava, dibrumais, and thought, speech, and action, and practice, but not having any ra at all, that's something that not necessarily every single person can accomplish. And therefore, this idea is not going to be li'ikuva. Again, to clarify, we said that Erev Yom, to, to make it on Erev Yom Tov Mamish, that would be, according to the opinion, that it's Lakovit Shabbos. If it's the opinion that's Lakavit Yom Tov, you would be able to make it in advance. And now what the Rebbe is explaining is that the Rebbe said, it's better 
to do it on Erev Yom Tov. But if not, it's fine if you did it before. But before you definitely have to do it at least before. You can't not have it at all. So that's what the Rebbe is explaining now. If it's, if it's, if the idea is getting rid of the Ra, that's definitely necessary. Better, if you could even do it, in this case, it would mean doing it right before Yom Tov, which means you're doing it Lukavit Shabbos, which would mean doing it Mitzah the positive. The idea of, of getting rid of Ra completely. There is no Ra, there's only holiness. The Rebbe says this is similar to the difference between a Tzadik and a Bainani. Every Yid could be a Bainani. A Tzadik is already another Darga. Or the Rebbe says this is similar to the difference between a Skafia and a Shabcha. Nevertheless, says the Rebbe, but Lechatchila, we do act according, we should act according to the second reason, which means, again, practically, making the Erev just before Yom Tov, which would be the Avoida of Shabbos. Why is that, says the Rebbe? This is similar, says the Rebbe, it's explained in a number of places, that in order for our Skafia to be proper and real, we also have to have the Avoida of Ishapcha, at least sometimes. This is also similar to something that's explained in Kuntus Eitzachayim, in regards to Yehuda Ilah and Yehuda Tata. Just very, very briefly, Yehuda Ilah is that there's absolutely nothing besides Hashem at all. That's that perspective, and Yehuda Tata is the way it's perceived from our world, where that there's a world that's one with Hashem and bottle to Hashem, etc. So the Rebbe says, as a result of Yehuda Ilah, usually that causes a sapcha, that there's no bad at all, the bad was completely transformed. Yechud Tata, that's an attitude of iskafia, bending the bad, pushing away the bad, etc. But it's explained in Kuntus Eitzachayim that if you want Yechud Tata to be proper, then you also have to have the avoid of Yechud Eilah, even by those that can't have it in an absolute real way, in a constant way. Now, says the Rebbe, there's another point that's added. Not only the Lechatchila, should you act in best practice, you should act according to the second time, which is Lechavit Shabbos, meaning make the Erev on Erev Yom Tev, which would mean to take this higher form of Avoid into consideration. But really, what we should do, at least as of a Yesh Noyagin, but it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, use the Erev Tavshilin by the Seudah Shlishis. Now here we have two extremes, says the Rebbe. When are we preparing the Erev that's on Erev Yom Tov? That means that represents you're in the very beginning of the Avoidah, even before the Avoidah of Yom Tov. But on the other hand, every single Yid has the Koyach. Already in the beginning, as he's preparing for this Avoidah, he could be preparing for, not only for the general idea of Shabbos, level of Shabbos, but even for the Seudah Shlishis, which as we know is considered the highest level within Shabbos itself. Says the Rebbe, because even as a Yid is holding in the beginning of Avoidah, but by the fact that he's thinking and doing an action that's connected to Shabbos, and all the way doing something connected to the Suda Shlishis, then that itself will affect that his avoida, but that which he is holding by, should be able to be done with an MS and properly, and then bring him to doing even greater avoidis.